Hello and good morning from Rebellious Christian Philosophy. This morning I would like to look at a portion of Scripture in the book of Nehemiah. Nehemiah chapter 1. It says, The words of Nehemiah, the son of Hakaliah. Now it happened in the month of Chislev in the twentieth year while I was in Susa, the capital, the Hanani, the one of one of my brothers and some men from Judah came, and I asked them concerning the Jews who had escaped and had survived the captivity and about Jerusalem. They said to me, The remnant there in the province who survived the captivity are in great distress and reproach, and the wall of Jerusalem is broken down, and its gates are burned with fire. And when I heard these words, I sat down and wept and mourned for days, and I was fasting and praying before the God of heaven. Skipping over to chapter 2 now, it says, And it came about in the month of Nisan, in the twentieth year of King Artaxerxes, that wine was before him, and I took up the wine and gave it to the king. Now I had not been sad in his presence. So the king said to me, Why is your face sad, though you are not sick? This is nothing but sadness of heart. Then I was very much afraid. I said to the king, Let the king live forever. Why should my face not be sad when the city, the place of my father's tombs, lies desolate and its gates have been consumed by fire? Then the king said to me, What would you request? So I prayed to the God of heaven. Now, the story goes on that Nehemiah then receives letters from the king and he goes into back into Jerusalem to rebuild the wall around Jerusalem. It was torn down as we read. It was burned with fire, the gates were. And there was a need that needed to be fixed, needed to be accomplished. And Nehemiah saw it. Nehemiah was in the court. He was in the, the king's palace. He was the cupbearer to Artaxerxes. Nehemiah had a life of ease in a sense. A life of taking food to the king, trying out the food, trying out the wine, and then presenting it to the king. A life living in the palace. And as he's living peacefully in a sense, as he's living a life that's not too hard, a need arises. Now, he was already curious about the state of Israel at the time. He was already wondering what was going on there. As you, If you recall reading the book of Ezra, they were sent back by the decree of Cyrus to rebuild the temple in Jerusalem. And so he was probably curious by the time uh, that he's there, that he's in Artaxerxes' presence, of of how and why everything and, and you know what what's just going on there in the city is, is the work being accomplished? There was a great um, hindering to the work for years, and so I'm sure he was curious why what what's going on? How do you know how do they fare there? And he gets the report back. And he can no longer live peacefully anymore in the palace. If he would have never even taken up the, the, the goal of trying to go to Jerusalem to fix the walls, he never would have been able to live peacefully again. God had pricked his heart with a need that needed to be done. 
that needed to be accomplished. There was a need that arose that needed Nehemiah's attention. God had ordained that for Nehemiah. And likewise in our day, there are needs that arise. There are times where we can no longer, and we know we can no longer, live peacefully with a need that is so desperately needed to be fixed, so desperately needed to be accomplished. And the question I ask us this morning is, what need is it? What has arisen in your lives that you know God put that there? You know that God has pricked your heart with that need. What is it now? What do you need to do? We just got past D-Day, the anniversary of D-Day, and when the Japanese attacked Pearl Harbor, men went out right away and they signed up for the military. They didn't wait till they were drafted. Matter of fact, if they were drafted, they were looked down upon in the military by the other men that went, went in right away and signed up. These men saw the need. Everything else in their life could wait because they saw a need that needed to be accomplished. And of course, D-Day was the culmination of that as it would be the major thing that ended the war eventually. So what's the need today? What is it in my life? What is it in your life? What do we need to accomplish for our Lord and for our Savior, Jesus Christ? What has He pricked your heart with? What is it that you are to put your hand to? What is it that you cannot get out of your mind, out of your heart? People come to you and say, why are you so sad? Why do you seem so gloomy? Why do you seem so down? What is it? If you, do, if you know there's something there and you're trying to avoid it, you won't be able to. What is it that God has for you? Once you know, once you've made that clear in your own mind, as God has revealed it to you, get busy doing it. Start. Tell, take take the, the, the steps you need to get it accomplished. And then work. Work for your Lord. Get out and do it, though. 